Say they want the culture Culture. Eat it up, turn them to vultures. To vultures. Migos gang pull up like soldiers. Gang. Now when we pull up, we got chauffeurs. Chauffeurs, tell them do it for the code. I'm Jamila. And I'm Kiera. And, and this, this is Chronicles of a Broke Boss Bitch. We want to come back on this episode and do a whole culture episode based on a few of the things we talked about last time. Um, initially, we just kind of wanted to elaborate on some of the topics that yes. we talked about last time <laughs> but then we decided it would be fun to do a whole culture episode and really oops um it's my mom calling me should I answer no <laughs> um really it is a good time for pop culture because a lot has gone down especially with the Tristan and um and Chloe. Uh, mm-hmm. Chloe and Jordan uh, triangle. We definitely well, want to clear some things up. <laughs> we, I mean, we definitely want to clear things up, but I don't think anything else has happened with them. Like, nothing too much has transpired. No, but you then, get something like, every we day. had the other stuff. Like, in addition to them, some R. Kelly shit went down since then. Like, definitely. there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Well, then out. you got to think about that. Tristan just got caught with the new. Yeah, but side that's, girl. That's, so that's not. I mean, it's well, not this a side is, girl. Like you said, air quotes because they. I think they've been single. I think they've been apart. But yeah, they definitely been apart. Oh. You see, he gave the paparazzi the finger. So mm-hmm. I guess he basically just like solidifying that I've been not shit. You know, yeah. so it kind of isn't Jordan's I mean, favor. Really, I really believe the way you get a man is. The way, the way you, you lose, lose them. them. So I don't know what they expected in this scenario. I mean, by they, I mean all the Kardashian sisters. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and throw my appendage out there from last episode. Because <laughs> I think the first thing I realized is my friend, he hit me up like, oh, you think cultural appropriation is okay? Word. Got you. And I'm like, <laughs> nigga, simmer nigga. down. I, <laughs> that is not what I meant. And of course, this is how, how did real you, celebs did you get caught up at all the time saying and can shit. We just can we just really just preface this whole thing and saying that, okay, sometimes Sometimes we fuck up. Sometimes we go. First of all, we're drinking, yeah, so you know we That's we're just throwing out lips. things. <laughs> loose. We we're throwing out things, and you know, just we really try banter. to give it to you the same way that we would talk with one another. Exactly. Um, and I wouldn't say. I mean, look at me backtrack. About to get myself in more hot water, but no, fuck them. Um, but <laughs> it's like. Some of the stuff I say, people just not going to agree with. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay as long as it's not just wildly ignorant. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and clarify. I do not think that cultural appropriation is okay. I think in the context of the last episode, I was talking about how in the scenario of Chloe and Jordan, I was less so like their appropriation is an everyday act. They have been appropriating since Kim fucked Ray J and sucked his dick like, and made money off of it. Mm-hmm. That is like a long lasting thing. So I guess my biggest point was that they appropriate every day. Today, let's, we, we want to worry about something else or at the very least, I guess when I think about my, my real thought, think about appropriation in the deepest sense of appropriation, which is that they are always down to make a few bucks off of a black body at any cost. And especially if the cost is that black person's livelihood. Um, And so to elaborate, like, 
they don't care that Jordan is the collateral damage of their of their cameras. And I'm making this sound like Jordan is the victim and I'm not trying to, mm-hmm. but I think she's just the current example of that. But we've seen that with like them dangling black men on their arms and then like it you know what? I'm gonna stop because I'm wrong because these people yeah. are grown people and they choose to be part of these lives. True. But my my biggest point is that I think the Kardashians use the black friends that they are around as like as props and they don't mind them being collateral damage in their day to day tomfoolery. But but I mean if you can just make an example like okay so without Jordan I I really don't I, I don't see I see them I never see them go against anybody black. It's not about going against them. No, no, they're not going to go against all their baby daddies with the exception of of Courtney. Is that the Mm -hmm. one? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's not, uh, oh, we don't like black people kind of thing or anything near that. It's just they don't mind black bodies being collateral damage in the shit that they do. So I I guess the thought is that they're very thoughtless about what they do in, in regards to culture see but i don't think it's a color thing i don't think it's a color thing uh, think about the game the game done fucked three kardashians he done fucked chloe he done fucked kim is that confirmed should you say allegedly no, no that is confirmed who confirmed it uh not only the game but chloe yeah, that was that would chloe, be chloe confirmed it too okay. and because even on the show she her and the game were um roommates when she roommates, roommates oh my god like back in, do you remember when chloe had the radio show with terrence J? oh okay i do remember that so it was like during that time all right so he fucked chloe he fucked kim and then he was saying he was not kylie it was black china it yeah, was black china that been he, like 12 right he because what he said that, was i ain't stop tiger but i'm sorry he, no, he, he said i fucked two and then the other one is technically not a kardashian she almost was that's when she was engaged to rob mm-hmm. so she fucked he fucked black china i don't think that is a color thing with them i think that they're just not shit in the sense of um they're selfish when when it comes to men. It's okay. not. I don't think is a. I mean, yeah, I would say selfish. Period. Not even selfish. selfish because definitely. yeah, if I if I agree with that and I do see what you're saying, then it is like hell when your own mom publicized your sex tape with no fucks to give. That's what I'm like, saying. I guess, okay, I see. I see your point. Um, but I guess you yeah, want to clear up. I, that was that was all I wanted to say. Um, in regards to the cultural appropriation, I more so meant that my focus in this instant was Jordan and the Kardashians as opposed to their day-to-day appropriation of culture. Not that I don't care about appropriation. I do. I just feel like y'all got to keep the same energy every single day. Like, don't be mad at the Kardashians when they fuck with Jordan Mm -hmm. about their appropriation. Be Mm -hmm. mad at them every single day and be Mm -hmm. big mad when you get on Twitter tweeting (laughs) to them every day about their appropriation. Don't don't be in Kim's comments talking about her cornrows cute (laughs) and then scream cultural appropriation when it's convenient. And I think that that's what I fully wanted to say. And, and I think, you know, I feel like on my end, like I was going back and forth with not back and forth, but I was just trying to um, explain to somebody that was, you know, from work. And I was basically saying that um, she just she she basically was going on saying, oh, yeah, Jordan fucked up her bag and Jordan did this and Jordan did that. And what a just, lot of people were saying on Twitter. But and see, and this is the part that I really want to just convey. 
the Kardashians is not the great white hope. They are not mm-hmm. the end all be all. Jordan will be fine. A- at this point, I feel like, and this is why I feel like even from last episode, I didn't really um, uh, like just come across, like just basically um, explaining how I wanted to. But Jordan, I'm not, okay, we know that she's black. It's, it's just skin color. I understand like you're, you're black. But I feel as though she knew what she was Sorry, doing in the me. sense of that Jada Pinkett is like Hollywood, L.A. royalty. Right. She's, that is like the mother of black, it mother was of very, everything. very, very organized strategic. and court, like very strategic. Yeah. And you knew. Mm-hmm. And then you put out there, it's like you only had to say, and as a black woman, and you know we just be like, oh, yes, girl. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And, and so like, I know that at one point I did say, oh, yeah, like she messed up her bag. But let's be real. You and I both know that like, first of all. I will throw my PR degree in the air any any opportunity somebody <laughs> gives me and like I'm in that sense I'm very much a cynic mm-hmm. and so I think everything is a publicity stunt when this shit yes. first started and and to a great extent, I still do think it's a publicity stunt. I think that the thing about publicity stunts is there is truth to it. It's like that meme where it says mm-hmm. every JK has a little bit of truth to it. Yes. It's like every PR stunt has a little bit of truth to it. So I think it might have started one way. Like maybe it was just the kiss. And then they were like, let's blow this shit out of proportion because we got a new season of what is it cut 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 keep it as a Kardashian <laughs> <laughs> grandma what are you talking about that's what, what it pronounced if you like try to read the acronym out loud it's like <laughs> uh, okay cut, cut, cut. and anyways uh-huh. but um no I I, I don't like, I don't think well, it was a publicity st- okay I understand yeah, what you're saying it was, yes it, it was I think I, my whole well, thought behalf? is that I think it was all a publicity stuff. Well, who's behind? Well, everybody's behalf. Okay. But I definitely... So if I'm wrong, in the case that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. we focus down, get back to Jordan. Yes. Jordan is going to be fine. I am reiterating what everybody is saying on Twitter, which is that she ruined her bag. However, the leverage that she pulled off, and even if she didn't pull off Jada as leverage, she can spin this... Listen, if Chris Brown can spin Rihanna, then <laughs> I, like, I'm not even being fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's real <laughs> yeah. because he literally, I remember, like, that's my favorite example because that incident went down and he was, he had this good, clean image and then mm-hmm. he did that. Yes. And he laid low for a little while, defended himself when he could. But then at the end of the day, they were like, let's change your image. Let's give you a bad boy image. Yes. And then there you go. And so I think essentially that's what's going to happen with Jordan. Like she's going to spin herself into something that the people want to see. Hopefully that does not play into the black narrative in a negative way. But right. Well, girl, you better act quick, okay? Because this story is getting very old, especially with this R. Kelly business coming on. Uh, well, we just putting her on the on the back shelf now, right now. It's getting, it's getting old because one... Like I said, if it's true to the story, the Red Table Talk, the only thing interesting of the Red Table Talk to me was mm-hmm. to know that she knew Jada and Will and like they was like tight like rice well, because the other stuff that, wasn't. I don't think I, I mean, based on Twitter, everybody didn't know that because people were a little shocked that she knew them like that on Twitter. Maybe so maybe everybody think, that yeah. you follow and, uh, and they mm. did. But the people that I, they were a little shocked by that. Mm-hmm. And I think that the rest mm-hmm. of the. um. And the rest of the stuff that was um, portrayed, I was like, this is a lie. 
This is a lie. Like, I, I support her. I, I think she was 100%, doing it too. But it she wasn't was all she, like, like, that was a whole fucking lie. Like, I don't know what was going on. Sis, what story is this Wait. where... Oh, my gosh. Like, no, I'm not going to go there. I don't need that static. I don't need that static. But what I was saying... Say it. Say it. I was going to say, like, it's so big that, like, she has rallied the Me Too troops. And in a sense that it's like, oh, like, because of her story, it's... Lower, be careful. In in the story, Jordan is like, yeah, nothing was happening all night. I dangled my legs from him, but that was innocent. First of all, bitch, if I find you with your legs hanging from my man, it's a problem Mm -hmm. instantly. And it might not be with you, but it's a problem with somebody, whether (laughs) it's you or him, it's a problem. That's not innocent. Two, all this happened throughout the night, and then we get to the end of the night. So we got no action in between that. And then bam, a kiss. And then he just, and you was on your way. No. And so the Me Too crowd has jumped in to be like, oh, like, and granted, that is a narrative for women, period, to like just be sitting there minding their business and have a nigga think they want to kiss and they kiss them. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that was the case in this scenario. Me neither. Like, I just don't. I don't think so either because the way how when she um, tried to tell the story on Red Table Talk, it literally, she, I don't think that she even understood that you were basically contradicting yourself the whole time. First you said nothing. We just sat down. Then it was, mm-hmm. okay, I may see how it could be Such deemed as inappropriate Yeah, because I diggled my legs. I was like, girl, you're not even making sense, but but I rallied behind you. Yes, girl. Woo, woo, woo. She said, you somebody it, probably but... told me it was a lap dance. I wasn't dancing on him. I was not on his lap. Not at I all. I didn't whisper to him. Sis, well, what did you do? What did you do? And, and it's ooh, like, uh, no. that I, And like, I again, I'm it. not victim blaming. I'm literally... Like, to the tango. You, you first of all, and this is my thing with the Me Too movement. Oh, for man. me as a as a black woman, I understand that humans are humans. Anybody can fucking lie. Yes, there is a judicial system for a reason. Yes, and while I think you have to play, I think as a black woman, it's easy to see both both sides of it which is that as black people we rarely see justice Mm -hmm. so when our people can get off we can or when you know which which you see with like the Bill Cosby's and the R. Kelly's Mm -hmm. and so and so like we rooting for them we want them to get off because we rarely get off even though we know they're wrong right but the other the other side of this coin is that I don't believe every woman who says that she was sexually assaulted me neither it's for me to say I should instantly believe women mm-hmm. is for me to say that women never lie. Right. And I know bitches who lie. Yes. I know bitches too. who lie and that's just mm-hmm. what it is. So I'm not going to turn the blind eye. I want to see the facts. I want to go to court. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I pray that our, judici- our judicial system mm-hmm. improves to a point where I can trust that they're going to go based off of what they see and make the best decision instead of a biased decision. But you cannot turn a, a blind eye and expect for justice to eventually even even out and be the same for everybody. And right. so I want the same justice for her as I do for him, as I do for the black people, as I do for the black man, as I do. I want everybody to serve the same justice. 
fuck that Harvey Weinstein got away with it. I want Bill Cosby to be locked away. I want R. Kelly to be locked away. I'm not supporting black men at the cost of black women. I'm not supporting anybody at the cost of anybody. If you did wrong, you did wrong. And you should get, and you should pay for that. That, And that's why I feel like with the Me Too movement, it, to me, it's, I'm not trying to discredit it at all, but it's like, oh my gosh, you, you say, oh, I slept with this guy, but you know what? I really wasn't feeling it. Um, so I, he sexually assaulted me. So, okay, y'all had sex and then you left out. And this is, the, and to, but it's like, and to like make sure, like, I, I, with you that sentiment, with assault. that sentiment, it's not. You're not saying she's in a scenario where she decides she doesn't want to. Right. You're literally saying you go through with the whole thing. There's no pressure. There's no nothing. You wake up Had tomorrow and you, you're like, no, this wasn't it. Uh-huh. Right. And and you're regretful. Which you, I've had a scenario like I've been gone off the Hennessy, like running around the hotel room naked. It was a bad night. I hooked up with this guy <laughs> and I didn't remember shit when I woke up. By the standard, by the definition of rape that would be considered rape. But for me, that's not a just definition per se because when I, like I knew I wanted sex. So if I woke up and I was like, oh, well, I knew I wanted sex, but I didn't tell you I wanted to have sex because I was like real drunk and I blacked out. Mm -hmm. So now I'm saying rape. Then I feel like that's not necessarily fair. And that's what I, what I'm getting at is that it's such a nuanced thing to get mm-hmm. consent and mm-hmm. it's such a nuanced thing to I guess it's not nuanced but it's it's a hard line to draw as to who are we believing and that's mm-hmm. when we have to really go by the judicial system which right. is that nobody is guilty until they're actually fucking proven guilty right. you cannot like the court of public opinion that's not, it's, a, real it's not a real court Twitter you are not a court right. you cannot make these decisions but that's such a big part of our culture now and people don't think oh well that means that no we seen a tape I mean oh, we, 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 probably was, we probably was inside we middle there? school elementary school but yes he had sex with a 14 year old little girl okay the, my thing that's with R. Kelly that's he old. definitely He's sick. Under under the jail. Let's let's put him underneath the jail. He but really is. I know. My it's, thing with him is I felt really guilty for a minute because I'm like why? Exactly. That's what I got to eventually. I said why? Okay. Why bitch? Why do you feel guilty? <laughs> I felt complicit because what, we were ten or eleven when those allegations first came out about Sparkle's niece. Okay. Which I now know to be Sparkle's niece. I didn't know it was her niece back then. But um, we were eight. No, nine. Yeah, nine and ten. Yeah. Ten or I went with ten, eleven. But either way, yeah, like around nice. that age range, fifth grade. I know I was taking a transportation van at that time. So that was the only year I took a transport is in fifth grade. So I was in fifth grade for that time. But it came out oh one. I was in third grade. I remember because me and my friend Tamika was like, hi. Well, go I, ahead. We, yeah. Well, we, go ahead. <laughs> Drinking, maybe neither one of us is good at math. I don't okay, know. Okay, go but, ahead. Um, so, I. The alcohol, y'all. And I, I keep hearing someone knock on the door behind us. But. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was going to say was. Um, Shit, what was I saying? Okay, so you were talking about what the art, you felt complicit, innocent. Complicit, (laughs) because this happened and I was still grooving to the chocolate factory and all of this. You were 10 years old. Exactly. (laughs) And so now I'm out here like a fucking Salem witch hunt for all the old people. (laughs) 
who was fucking who were actually complicit in this our parents yes Mm -hmm. and i've even called my mother out like but sis you was listening to him still why are you acting shocked right now but you knew about Aaliyah. like don't play um but what i will say is that instantly three years ago when Mm -hmm. the allegations came out about the sex ring and all the like trafficking shit i was snip 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 i ain't listening to r kelly again really now i don't know if i went as deep no no i know i didn't go as deep as looking through my playlist immediately and figuring out who wrote songs because i didn't it wasn't because i was like but i didn't think about it on that level yet Mm -hmm. um and then that with the documentary that followed like i won't put in my bite uh we going to b2k on sunday and i will be dancing and singing and to bum, will, bum, but bum, this but is like, the thing it's, but <laughs> it's so many songs that we don't even know that he wrote that's that true we are all still jamming and that's to. a huge part of that because i was even listening to braid my hair by mario today and that's, that's by written kelly. by him i know that's and i didn't realize I just, until i was singing it i didn't play it twice now <laughs> gave our kelly some spins i'm like hey braid my hair. Oh God! Please stop. But and, and but it's like I really. First of all, I just stopped, and it was you don't understand. Like for me, I really was like a diehard fan. I, know. I didn't I think do. he was cute or I don't nothing. Think I understood before, but I, you understood. You made, yeah, I was really, I really was an R. Kelly fan. Yeah, but Jamila now it's like straw. I. Oh my! You don't understand. <laughs> my sister, but she, she did was, that shit. I know. I she did, did that. I stopped. For anybody I who stopped. is listening, who is wondering if they should stop or not, Jamila yeah. stopped, and she's a diehard fucking and fan. And I was a diehard no fan. And it's really, I'm telling you, it was so, but now it's just like, I don't even feel right. It's like, even if I say, you know what? Yep. Oh, well, we can separate them. No, we, no, no, that's it. And we, we've talked no. about that because we were in the car, and I was like, you was, I think you was, it started out, you were texting me before we came in to see Kyle. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> It was like, yeah, I was humming R. Kelly in my head. And I was like, me too, bitch. Me oh, too. Yes. And I think the song I was singing was the Nobody's worst calling. one possible. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I keep singing, I hear you yearning. Oh, stop. Don't. <laughs> See, this is the thing. When you do like to a crackhead, you like, or, or a fucking <laughs> drug addict or a fucking uh, alcoholic. You can't. That's the one part. That. It's on loop. Like, even, even now as I'm talking <sighs> to you, I don't know why. What about that one song? I don't know if it's because they called it out in the documentary and they was like, oh, this song was really about so-and-so and really you're talking about a 12 year old girl and so for whatever reason that song is on loop in my mind with just that one part literally i just keep i dream i hear you calling i I think about a honeymoon and you got the the, he got the best songs and i was thinking about stepping in the name of love and i was like no fuck that we got other stuff we got the wobble we got other things we can jam to it um and guess what i put trey songs in his place and i put keith sweat so I got two people that's like the go-to when you so want to set the mood in the place of one. In the gotta, place of it's one, gotta, you it know, gotta be two because because ain't nobody touching the level. Uh, yeah, like and yeah. it's easy for me. That's the thing. I can separate him in the sense that I can acknowledge he is a great artist. Yeah, but I'm not gonna separate him to the extent that I'm fucking bumping R. Kelly in my house, cleaning on Sundays to him. Oh, and you know how it. how critical that is to black people yes. cleaning on Sundays to music. Like, Winnie and R. Kelly was my yeah. two. No, so, I know. So now it's done. Um, but. But you know, R. somebody Kelly. somebody made a, a they they made an argument. Well, how come we can't listen? Like, okay, I was thinking about what Charlamagne the guy said. So he said he said, well, you know, I won't listen to any of his sexual songs, but I wish makes me think about my friend who got killed ten years Rich, you ago. You better look at a picture. <laughs> I'm not with it. I don't so, so he no. can't. So I was like, okay. I'm like thinking, like, okay. But the I'm only like, excuse is the many, B2K excuse. Period. But it's not that many songs he got. That's just like, I mean, I believe I can fly, but 
It's not first of Everything all. Else is people haven't even used "I Believe I Can Fly" as a graduation song since like '99. Like every, y'all, y'all got to cut that narrative out. Oh that that's still God. a graduation song because that's not the graduation song <laughs> yes. no more. Y'all got to go somewhere with that. Stop. And you got to go somewhere with the fact that all you can do is step in the name of love, bitch. No. You you gonna step you in the name to. of hell if you keep stepping to R. Kelly. Yeah. Like I'm not. It's hard. It, it was hard, but guess what? You got to do it. That's yeah. what it is. And that's that's it. But what I will say is that. Um, in relation to fucking up bags, this documentary has done more damage than anything has ever done in his career mm-hmm. from what I can see anyways. Yes. And at first it didn't look like it was doing that because he was getting more streams on his music. Mm-hmm. But I partially think that people just weren't thinking and they were trying to like listen to the lyrics to like go back and compare to what they were saying and they weren't like thinking oh maybe I should just google the lyrics as opposed to like giving him spins and clicks and all of that we thought that but remember we was at your house and we was like going to the store and we heard some somebody literally blasting yeah I feel like when I when I was just in a bar, where was we at? We was out. We was just out. And somebody actually put that on the jukebox. I was with like my sister mm. and we went to a bar and somebody, uh, and the girl was on Instagram live saying yes. And I'm still listening to it. And I'm sorry, These but it was our black bitches. girls. It's like, and it was the black women. And every time I, and every time I had this discussion with black women, they, I had, them? they literally don't understand what I'm talking about. And I'm like, come on. You know what? Stop though? making an argument that, okay, when I was 14, I just talked to a 25 year old. That yeah. does not make it oh, right. I don't follow hella bitches for that. That doesn't logic. make it right. I, I, bitches and, and men or niggas that I, I knew who <laughs> was saying that. Like, some, and then. Let me tell you, I don't like condescending talk. Don't talk to me. Don't talk down to me like you fucking crazy. No, no, no. Because I was so I pointed out to one one of these people. I said, yo, you talking about a 17 year old who was getting picked up by a grown man. Mm -hmm. Still in all that 17 year old in in the state that we lived in was definitely being raped. Yes. Like a 17-year-old can't consent because a 17-year-old is not grown. I don't care what your views are about that 17-year-old. She can't consent. A 12-year-old cannot consent. A 13-year-old cannot consent. Any... First of all, if I think about how stupid I was at 18, That's Jamila, what I'm saying. do you remember being at Hampton running to get in strangers' cars so we can oh get back to fucking gosh. campus on time? If yes. I think about how stupid I the was. The dumb shit you used to do. And that's why these are grown women who are saying, well, I did literally this. Literally, a 30-year-old woman is, is engaging in a relationship with this man. Literally, dumbass parents are giving mm-hmm. their kids away to this man. Exactly. And I do believe that they were getting paid off by this man. I yes. believe that the parents need to be under the jail with this man. I like, think so, that's too. It. And, but what I won't do though is try to justify his actions because of the parents action and this goes back to what I'm saying about justice everybody we gonna serve this justice off to everybody mm-hmm. let me serve you up like everybody <laughs> you everybody. gotta make a point you gotta fucking say everybody sing a clip it. I'm a little and no, nobody's safe so we gotta we gotta stop and I, that's what I'm saying this is the time the cycle start, it, stops now it, it stops shows now. it shows how much we care about black women and and that's very little. It's, and and even it's, it's easier for me to be in school for social work right now and try to understand it. Mm-hmm. But the everyday person in me will unfollow you if you say some ignorant shit. I'm not about to sit there and put on no social work lens and be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> because the reality is, especially for black women, there is, there is transgenerational trauma that mm-hmm. they're experiencing. They have been raped mm-hmm. and they have been taken from their places and white men and 
and their men and all men have taken advantage of them based on stereotypes that have been put in the media about yes. black women for centuries. Yep. And every person, let me not say every person, but a good amount of people kept the logic that you keep this to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you don't talk about your, your molestation. And then there's also the idea that I think, I think I was talking about this. I don't know if it was to you or the, um, I think it was on another podcast that I was what, guest, what, guest, what was it guest on but on a red table talk the therapist on there who was also on the R. Kelly documentary brought up the fact that black women are um hypersexualized they yeah well that's yeah mm-hmm. we, we're all hypersexualized mm-hmm. and this occurs to black men too but by the age of five we adultify black women so by that age the whole world black white Mexican everybody looks at African-American black women and they decide they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're accountable for themselves. They're responsible. They're just at five years old, mm-hmm. at five years old, which makes sense because in the documentary, you heard that man say, oh, I didn't find him guilty because I didn't like how she dressed. I didn't like how that she was looked, the dumbest which shit. was the wildest shit. But that's how people think mm-hmm. that dumbass logic has has gotten people over for centuries. And this is what's passed down <laughs> to black women yeah and so to an extent i understand you you do better when you know better Mm -hmm. and a lot of these women don't know better right but but i feel like save it for the jury you had that but then when we think about abducted in plain sight everybody (laughs) was so outraged that was the sick please everybody watch (laughs) abducted in plain sight it was the sickest most disgusting movie ever but everybody felt so sad for the shit oh my god this is yeah, bitch. Like, <laughs> the one thing that blew my shit with Abducted in Plain Sight beyond the, the actual wild shit that was oh going on was that Jan was running around doing Jan. book signings and shit with her mother. <laughs> bitch, you're not going to profit off of your stupidity at my expense. I'm going to do these uh, book signings. You're going to sit your <laughs> ass at home and be broke. Like, I would not want shit to do with that family. I and I definitely wouldn't be helping again. them profit Never. off of my sexual abuse while these motherfuckers was letting somebody rape me for six months straight, five days a week. Oh, my goodness. And, well, think about it. The mom was fucking them. The dad was fucking... Oh, it was just so bad. It was and, just the And that's... The, so we don't know... I don't know if we know if the dad was fucking him or did. not. But, like... Because all he wrote about before he died was the hand job he gave him. But the guy in court, uh-huh. B... Said Says that, but see, but B is a fucking pedophile. So what can we can we take his word for? It? You know, I need the thing the is, dad, I'm gonna be real. I think the dad did fuck I him. So I do, <laughs> I do. But <laughs> that was the, but B. We can't take B's word. We we definitely cut the lawsuit trying to trying to fucking take B's word for it. Why are we calling him B? Because that's like, what they call that nigga B. Saying. That was disgusting. B said he was gonna pick Jan up from school today. Oh, and my I said okay. Goodness. All right, you uh, fucking just, nut. The horrible, the most horrible thing. So this is what we're trying to just say. We're we're clearing up some things this episode. We cleared up some things. We said we wanted to let you guys know that what a cultural appropriation is never okay. B, Jordan will be okay. C, Jordan is not a victim. And no, no, no. And D, everybody is to blame in that situation. And then to to bring this back full circle. So I guess E, after Jamila made a million e. points here, <laughs> is that honestly, if we don't, if we don't serve justice when justice is due in any given case, mm-hmm. 
then these people are never going to be hurt from these circumstances. Like, you can say what you want. Even, oh, shit, we didn't talk about Jesse Smollett. He definitely, oh, like, but, but we don't like have enough, every single part. Okay. We don't have enough ev- evidence with him. I'm so confused with this. You know case. what? We don't need the evidence for me to say what I'm about to say, which Go is ahead. that Jordan, in however small her her role in, in you know what? She didn't. Dem- she, she was not the demise of their relationship. I'm not going to say that. Her mm-hmm. role in what she had going on with Tristan or whatever, mm-hmm. she can bounce back from that financially. Mm-hmm. She can make that work for her. Culture vulture. So, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. And... R. Kelly, he has oh done it before. I pray to God it don't happen again. Oh. But it will happen again if people don't demand the justice that they that they need to demand. Yes. I mean, like, don't worry about Harvey Weinstein, which I do think that he actually has lawsuits out against him at this yeah. moment. I think that they are trying to convict trying. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. So, like, the you know, the book stay in your lane. Mind mm-hmm. mind your community. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell going on with their community, but white feminists got them. Best believe that. So I'm going to worry about my women Mm -hmm. and that's what everyone should do but anyways um jesse he gonna be all right he probably gonna get a little tap on the wrist if if they find you know i don't know what's going on but again that didn't ruin his bag people think that that ruined his bag but it just really depends on how he spends it right because it could ruin it but it's all about the pr at the end of the day and if your pr is lit culture will thrive exactly broke thing y'all I'm, I'm, you know, I'm transparent. So we, I'm going to just say that I have been ordering clothes off of Amazon. Um, what is that? Amazon. They have this new Amazon wardrobe. Okay. And you can try out the clothes for seven days. And then if you don't like them, you can send them back. And so y'all, she been wearing couture all week. Yeah. (laughs) Couture free on on Amazon. (laughs) And then I send it right back. You know, I learned how to pop the tag off of them and put it back on and everything. Oh, my gosh. So that's the broke thing I've been doing. But also, you know what? You got to, again, get it how you live. You got to get it. Exactly. And really. And it's respected because I was like, girl, you look cute. What you was shopping? He was like, it was our wardrobe. I said, okay, yes. We were talking about the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they don't have no cheap clothes on there, but (laughs) I really be sitting at brunch like, don't spill shit, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But the boss thing I did this week was um, I bossed the hell up and wrote an email to these people who were paying me fucking scraps like I was a bird for a fucking work I was doing. And I said, look, contract's over. Um, What you want to do here? Like, because, yeah, I made the decision that in order for other people to value me, I have to value myself. So right. I can't stick around and work for fucking pennies when I'm putting in hours on end for a job, no matter how much I need the money. And yeah, I need the hell out of money. And the extra 300 was great. Mm-hmm. But I need more than $300. Right. So I wrote that email and hopefully I make that happen. Nice. And that was a social media site, correct? Yes. it was. I was doing social media management for a company, which I will not name drop today. Don't. Okay. <laughs> I need to secure I'm my happy back. you bossed up. So the boss thing I did this week was kind of similar to you. Um, yeah, I call it progressive because I was like, you know what? Uh, they I was supposed to send in documents that um, that I didn't want, that I wanted full tour or whatever it was. I didn't sign back the documents. And they tried to go up like $50 or those $75 on my fucking insurance. So I, so when you caught them, did you put your white woman voice on or your black no, woman I, voice? No, I can't do a white woman okay, voice. Okay, so you so went I'm full just, Philly on them. I, I, I'm, this is Jamila. All right, <laughs> yeah, got okay. you. No so, code switching. Um, no, I don't code switch ever. 
I try to be nice, but it's not even like. But I, see, I, let me not interrupt you. But, but I was just gonna say quickly, like um, cold switching. Like sometimes I find that I need my white stern woman voice, and sometimes I find I just gotta fucking get a little buck real quick. And it's, it do. just depends on who you're dealing with. But some people got some real good ones. Mm. My mom is one. But um, all right, so okay, so you um, put on your yeah. I put on I put your on regular my, voice. My regular voice and the lady. She was she was so nice, but I wasn't being rude. But I just explained to her like, okay, well, just cancel you my stuff. I was very stern. So then she wound up being cheaper than what I was paying before. So I was like, okay, I bossed up. I bossed up, and I told them to um, let me e-sign these darn documents and to at least give me a reminder that I owe documents. Like, so, don't just. So you negotiated a better rate for yourself? Yeah, so the, I told them I was going to leave. So once I said that, they like transferred me to like somebody else, and it was like no. So and you they, was you was out here taking risks that they wasn't going to call you bluff. Like, all and, right, yeah. and they didn't call okay, it. So haha, thank you, progressive. I love you. And um, a broke thing I did this week was um, I let my car get on E. That was disgusting. Don't knock that. No, because right, that fucks up your engine. Let's, it makes we, the, it get the rust inside your your oil. That's not good. Don't let right, your car. I don't get need on your e. judgment right now. We gonna okay. end this episode. I don't have time to be judged for riding around on E. No, no, I ride around how I get it. Bye and dead. R.I.P. to the fucking culture vultures. We don't need you in our culture no more. See you. All right. Chauffeurs, chauffeurs, tell them do it for the 